everybody. Welcome to Wine and Basketball. I'm Erin, and I'm here with my good friend, Maria. We also have our friend, um, Josue, joining us. Hi, how are you guys doing? We're good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming. I'm really excited to have somebody else um, talk and maybe bring um, difference of opinions, because I feel like me and Maria are really similar in what we don't ever argue about stuff I mean we might I feel like we might argue a little bit today later but we don't really you know get into it so I'm excited um are you guys drinking any wine yeah Maybe. a little bit <laughs> a little bit yeah Joe Sway's on like his second glass oh you're gonna put me out there Mario I'm on my second-ish glass. I, I refilled it a little bit before I called you guys. So I was drinking. I you've been going for an hour, though. Are you sure? Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, Are you sure hour. it was only a second? Yeah. It's like, well, I have a very large glass that holds about half a <laughs> bottle. Uh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's actually, yeah, it was also drinking earlier today at brunch. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, Sunday fun day. No, I refilled my first glass before I finished it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how many of that counts. How many that is? That's like, that's like two, uh, or one and a half. Yeah, I tried a new brand today too. It's called Middle Sister. Oh, how was that? Because I've seen it at Target. It's kind of sweet. Like I, I got Pinot Grigio, but it's it has a sweet kick to it, which is interesting. Yeah. That's... What what are you drinking? What, what, what is this? I don't even know what this is, Mark. It's the sea. I don't know. You gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what it's I gave like you. It's like Merlot or something. I don't know. Yeah, that. Oh, oh, you have you. It's have... red. So it's Merlot red. Sounds you know, I don't like red, so I gave. Yeah, it. I don't like I don't like red. Someone gave me for it's my good. birthday some Chardonnay, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to have it because. It's, I don't really like it, but you know, if someone gives it to you for your birthday, you're just like, oh, thanks. Chardonnay is good. I like Chardonnay. I don't drink a lot of wine, but that one I like. This I haven't had bad. Chardonnay in a long time, probably since, because I don't really like it. I think the last time I had it was, I had to have something when I was, this was like a long time ago in TD Garden, probably like six years ago now when they, all they had was Chardonnay and I was like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> and that's the only time I've had it. <laughs> Because I wanted my wine and basketball when I was there, but it was only Chardonnay. So it's very sad. Yeah, that makes sense because I remember, like, it was rare to see people drinking wine at the garden. And then after a while, you started to see it more often. I was like, oh, you guys have wine now? It's probably (laughs) because they have more variety now compared to. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have, um, they have actually barefoot wines there in uh, TD Garden because they know that Mari and I are going to be there, so we (laughs) barefoot wine. Guys up, (laughs) I believe it. Yes. Um, so it's been a long time since we got together on a podcast because of Thanksgiving break. And, and I feel like my birthday, like, had something to do with that, too. Like, we just couldn't get together. Yeah, she was partying. I was partying. I was, we were going to do it on, <laughs> on Wednesday, on my birthday, but she had a date. You know, she had a or, date. Or well, whatever. I don't she know. She canceled on me because she had a date. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. How was it? How'd it, how'd it go? Yeah, it's a very complicated situation. <laughs> Here's the footnotes. Take this out. Oh my god. <laughs> What's the footnotes? Don't embarrass her. <laughs> okay, never mind. We can talk about it after the thing. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll save it for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so okay. is giving me the death stare right now. She's like, abort. Abort this conversation. Hey, don't spill that wine. <laughs> don't spill. 
So um, it has been a while. And while we were gone, the Celtics um, have been winning and losing and winning and losing and kind of not having um, like an identity. We want them to have an identity. We want them to be winners, but they are not there. You know what I mean? What do you guys think about about that? Like how they're like winning, losing, kind of swinging like that. Yeah, I mean, they were a 500 team, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't what we expected, obviously, you know, 21 games into the regular season. But now they're starting to swing things, you know, turn things around a bit. I think um, the, the lineup change has a lot to do with yeah. that. You know, I like the fact that you used the word identity because I think that that was the biggest problem. And I feel like adding someone like Marcus Smart into that starting lineup gives them that identity, gives yeah. them that face, that, yeah. you know, uh, toughness and grit and, and defensive effort. We're not going to let you hit us in the mouth at the beginning of the games like we saw throughout the first, I don't know, 15, 16 games throughout the season. I mean, the wins were impressive, especially the come from behind wins. But you don't want to you don't want to make that the norm. You don't want it to be that you're the team that you could grab a 15, 20 point lead against and hopefully hold on to it because the mighty Celtics will come right back and, and, and challenge you at the end of the game. And that's what they were doing. You know, obviously, sometimes yeah. it worked, sometimes it didn't. But when you're a team that teams can grab a 15, 20 point lead against a lot of the times you're going to end up losing those games. And that's how you become a 500 team. And yeah. I think also adding Marcus Morris, cause I think yes, yes. the yeah. most consistent player we've had this season. And like, he finally earned that spot too. So we have both Marcuses in the lineup. Yes. Yes. I love and he's doing that. well. You didn't finish the sentence, Mario. Oh, he's, yeah. doing well. he's doing well. You know, see, that's the thing. Everyone is like, oh, how can he come off the bench now? But he's doing well. So it's it's like less pressure on him to, I I feel like it's just less pressure of being in, uh, being starting and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, he doesn't have to like go out and punch. He can just go out and like maintain what they did. So I think it's it's like less on him. And then he's like performing better like that, that game, um, last night I think it was was like his third best game in his whole career so he's I think it's I think it's good I think that that's that's good like Kyrie can can lead the starters and then Gordon can lead the bench so I I think that's that's the good balance that they have yeah I think they mentioned that Kyrie told him to be more aggressive Mm -hmm. as well take more shots and I think like that in addition to him coming off the bench like he's now he's the pressure is off like you said Mm -hmm. he can actually you know, come into his own because, you know, it's been a long road to get back to where where he is right now. Right. The whole, like, the 30-point game, that was big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you're seeing that aggression. You're seeing him go to the hoop. You're seeing him make that effort. I mean, he attempted 10 free throws uh, Saturday night. He made all of them. And believe it or not, he's actually the first Celtics, the first Celtics player this year to attempt 10 free throws in one game. Like, like that just goes to show you, you know, how much <laughs> this team has been settling for jump shots and you know, not making the effort to get to the hoop or get to the free throw line. And then you see someone like Gordon Hayward do it. And I think people tend to look at him coming off the bench as a demotion. I don't look at it that way because on a Brad Stevens team, if you're performing at a high level, no matter if you're coming off the bench, no matter if you turned, you know, a 10 minute uh, performance into, you know, a 15 point game or whatever, you're going to earn yourself minutes at the end of games. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. If you're, able to get out this funk by coming off the bench. And if you, if, if having to play opposing uh, second units is what you needed to, to get things going, then so be it. And of course it's turning into wins. So I just think that this is, this is the game plan right now. And I don't 
think that down the road, let's say back, you know, down in March or April, if we're talking about him still coming off the bench, but the Celtics are still winning. I don't think that's necessarily a demotion. I really don't. Right. He should stay on the bench. Yes, I think. I he, think he should, I think he I also think he should stay, stay on, on the bench. bench. Yeah, I do think that he should do that because I think that the changes that Brad made is more going in the direction of what Brad used to do. Of here's my team, and here's what I'm going to do to to make each and every one do the do the best job that they can. Mm-hmm. When before, I think that he was just throwing out the stars and just saying, "Well, you guys are all stars. Mm-hmm. Go ahead," but you have to see what their strengths are and and do that which is what he used to do so i that's why i liked you know hayward on the bench and the two marcuses in the starting lineup because it was more like what he what he what brad does right right i do like marcus squared being <laughs> that's oh, why i'm gonna call okay. the marcus squared in, go. the, in the lineup what yeah. do you guys I think like about that. the jalen brown situation like when he comes back from injury do you think he should just come from from the bench as well? I think he should come off the bench, and I think he's going to be a little salty about it. I, I don't know. I just get that idea. For, I, I just see Jalen as somebody who is going to look at it as, oh, if I was healthy, things would be different. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wish things were different. You know, a, a week or two coming off the bench, I think, will be fine for him. But if he doesn't see himself back in the starting lineup, I think he's going to feel some type of way about it. I, I mean, he's saying all the right things now, but I just think the overall competitiveness and – and the and the grit that we saw in last year's postseason has put Jalen Brown in a space where he's like, I can deliver, you know, down the stretch. I can be a guy who can start and, and be one of the top-notch players on this team. But there's just too many talented players right now, and they're all above him. Maybe he proves me wrong. Maybe he turns things around and, and is able to put himself back in the starting lineup. But I just think right now this starting lineup has just been perfect damn near perfect on both ends of the mm-hmm. floor that you just can't switch it up, even if he's healthy and available. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not missing him at all. I'm like concerned. Cause I'm like, I don't even care that he's not playing. And usually mm-hmm. I'm like, I miss whoever is hurt. Like I always like miss them cause I want them to play, but I, I'm not even missing him. I don't even, I don't even care that he's not playing. And I was just like, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care that he's not playing. I don't care about my players, you know? I think I'm like, well, he should be, he should just be traded. I don't care about him. Very slow season, right? Mm. Like, yeah, he's not been good either. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because he had such a good year last year. Right. But that on top of the injury, he kind of just faded to the background really quickly. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I just think they're that they, they have too many good players. So it's okay if we lose some good players and kind of thin out. Because I think they've been playing a little bit thin. Like sometimes Al will rest, sometimes Gordon will rest. We have Jalen with this injury, and I think that being a little bit thin is actually better for them rather than having a bunch of people who are playing. Well, what do you think about Marcus Morris? Because I, I'll be the first one to admit I wasn't crazy about him starting because I was like, look, if he's playing this well and he's coming off the bench, just leave it the way it is. But now, you know, I've seen what he's doing with the starting lineup, and I feel like what he does on both ends is sort of contagious in the sense that we're seeing Al Horford sort of be more aggressive now. We're seeing him, you know, finding more open looks uh, defensively. I mean, he's always been that guy this year defensively, but I mean, like, he's being, like, more like, I don't know, like, he's, like, almost, I don't want to say, like, KG-ish, but he's always, like, getting people's faces, and he's more, like, rah-rah, and, like, you know, it's, I I think it has a lot to do with Marcus Morris being next to him, you know, on both ends of the floor, and it's tough to say that this team would be 
the way it is now, if Marcus Morris wasn't in that front court, I just think he he is that effective. Yeah, you know we love Marcus Morris. This I thing. love him. Yeah. And, and, and we hated my boyfriend. You both hated him, too. We did hate him so much. I, I hated him a lot last year. I hated him a lot. I remember him doing something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't stand it. And my daughter was like, you need to love everyone on the team, Mommy. You need to love them all. And I'm like, oh, fine. I really don't like this guy. Yeah, he's – um. Like for someone who had a you know checkered past, you know not a great reputation coming into Boston. I mean, he's just completely turned things around of his I image. No, I was told that and everything. Yeah, I think, that has, I I think that has you, a lot to do with I'm it. Telling you guys, right. it's because he had a baby and he like grew up. He mm-hmm. like he had some responsibility now. He's like, I gotta right. take life seriously. And you know what else too? I think it started last year's postseason because he's looking around the the garden. He sees the crowd getting into it. And he's just like, man, this is a very very special place. Like people overlook you know, what it means to be a, a member of the Celtics and, and to be part of a deep playoff run, be a vital piece of a deep playoff run and what that means to the city. And now in the expectations that are at an all-time high, I mean, he's the number one guy that, that's been, you know, the most consistent, you know. I mean, Kyrie's Kyrie, but I think he's right there, honestly, mm-hmm. in terms of being that consistent player. Yes, yes. Thank goodness for him. <laughs> Our new favorite. He's he he's my favorite, and and it's funny because they that some, somebody told me that we got the bad twin, and I don't know much about the other twin, Marquise. Yeah, I don't know much about Marquise. him, so I don't know. What do you what do you think? Um, do you guys know much about him? Like, is he like? Yeah, he... I was told that too. I was told we yeah. got the dumber one. Well, I w- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but that's the that's I'm not what about. I thought. But I just thought from like <laughs> talent talent wise, Maria. <laughs> When the trade happened at the time, I did think Marquise was the better player. Now, you know, I feel differently. I just think Marcus Morris has just shown his flexibility on, on the defensive end. I think that's something that, you know, we kind of knew about because he had um, he had this crazy stat. When, when the trade first happened, I think he he had, like, the most uh, – the, the in terms of one-on-one defending LeBron James, he had the most successful rate out of any other mm-hmm. defender in the Eastern Conference. So that was sort of, like, the, the stat to look at because obviously LeBron James was, you know, in front of the Celtics and always in their, in their way. And that was sort of the thing that was like, okay, well for defensive purposes, okay, maybe he's sort of Avery ish in that sense that he can guard LeBron James. But then offensively was when I was like, okay, this dude can play. He can make threes. He can shoot. He can drive. He's just been, he's been one heck of a player. Yes. He, I I hope Danny doesn't trade him because that's what sometimes he does is they'll be really good and they'll go away. <laughs> well, how do you feel about him trading Jalen Brown? That's fine. I don't miss him. So it's fine. He can trade. I don't want him to trade Jalen Brown. I feel like, could we give him some grace period, guys? I agree. I like hey, I'm not saying he, trade him, but I, I think that's sort of, he's looking like the odd man out right now. But I feel like it's kind of unfair, you know? Yeah. Like the team, the whole team looked bad before, not just that's him. True. And now they're trying <laughs> to look good. He just happens to not be playing because he's hurt. So I feel like you should give him a chance to come back before we're like, get rid of him. <laughs> Trey Jalen. I, w- I would be fine if they tra- – because I think they do need to thin it out a little bit, and I would be fine if they traded um, Jalen or, or, or Terry. What? <laughs> I'm Is okay. that coming from Aaron Rozier herself? <laughs> what? Yes. Explain yes. yourself, Aaron. Explain yourself. <laughs> You're ready to trade your husband, though? <laughs> I am ready to trade my husband. P- partially because I have a new husband named Marcus Morris. But. <laughs> what? Erin, I'm, I'm about to pull up all these tweets from last year. Let's see how Marcus I know, I'm the opposite. I'm complete opposite. Um, I just, I don't think Terry is 
as good as he was last year. Um, I mean, he, he's okay. Sometimes he's just like kind of back to being how, how he was. Um, and he, he does take up like a lot of minutes. So I think it would be okay if he was traded maybe to the magic. Cause it's close by me. <laughs> Wasn't Phoenix. I heard something yeah, Phoenix, about Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. They, they wanted him mm-hmm. badly before the season started. Um, I want to say there was a rumor, there was a report that they, uh, that Danny Ainge was asking for like three future first round picks, and Phoenix for was like, Terry? "Yeah, Phoenix was like, that's all we have, Danny. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing we look forward to around this area is our first round picks." So no, so, but yeah, yeah, I think Orlando would be a good fit for him. Though. Yeah, I think that Orlando would. They be need a point fit. guard, and then mm-hmm. I could watch him all. Yeah, the time. They need a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they, need a lot <laughs> they need a lot to fix that team. <laughs> They do, but but it's it's fun to go to Magic games. They're very cheap. They they give me emails all the time that says um, fifty dollars for five games. What? Because they're so I like their cheap. arena. I really like their arena. Yeah. Back when, back when my cousin used to play for them, I I went there and it's like very bright. It's Is like it? really like fun in there. I'm gonna find out soon, Aaron. It's a lot of fun. Oh, are you coming here? Yeah. I don't and, know oh, and, okay, you're, you're no, coming to the game on January 12th? Okay, yay. Yeah, I'm going on the road trip for the summer. Ooh, that would be so much fun. I'm I excited. I'll come, but, you know, work. <laughs> no, that, that was the reason I was you asking her to come. come. <laughs> I was trying to get Mari to come, but she's not about it. Um, that was the weekend I told you to come. <laughs> I know that, but I think, isn't my Okay, when is this game happening? <laughs> you don't even know what weekend. That, it's on January 12th. And 10? you said oh. that you might have a birthday party or something to go to. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah. My friend's birthday is that weekend before. I didn't realize it was that much space in between, but I don't know if I'm going to get off work. But let's not talk about that before I get sad. <laughs> it's on a Saturday. Oh. She's pushing it. Oh, my Maybe God. Yes, yes. Twist her arm. This is how I get her to visit. going to, like, three cities. She's not just going to Orlando, right? But I'll be there for the game. I'll be there that day. Okay. I'll put a pin in that. I'll be there that day, and then the next, the the morning after the game, I'm going to uh, to Brooklyn. Then I'll be there. Yeah. No pressure, Mario. <laughs> no pressure. We'll, we'll we'll figure out. She'll, she'll come. She'll come. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um. So I don't know. Did you, uh, Mario? I know you were in Atlanta. I don't think you saw the Hawks game. Did you see the Hawks game or? I, okay, I did not watch it, but I looked score and I saw that they were kicking ass so I was like oh there's no reason reason to even look but I, I was actually at a tattoo shop while I was yeah I thought you were yeah oh how'd that go I was getting matching tattoos of my mom and sister it was really fun this is so <laughs> really fun but yeah I didn't watch the game but I was really excited but what hurt what what sucked though is that I was like okay they're back like they just you know they just you know killed the hawks but then the very next night wasn't that the Dallas game the Mavericks game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, we're right back to where we were. <laughs> well, yeah. I was I was so nervous during the Hawks game. I know that I know the Hawks have only won three games up till then and we were up by twenty, but I was nervous that they were just gonna let it all go. <laughs> I'm so tired of feeling this way. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter, right? Like you look at whoever they're playing, you're like you just never Yeah, know. you're never gonna get used to it yeah. here. Right. I'm tired of feeling that way. Cause I really felt like they were gonna they were going to blow it. I really did. That whole game. Well, it's like with Cleveland, though. 
That team is awful. That's no, like I really was. Bad I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of nervous with the Cleveland game really? in the beginning. I think if Kevin Love was available, really close maybe. In the beginning. Yeah, that's. It true. wasn't until like what the third quarter that they finally started pulling away. Yeah, well, they're pulling away in, like the second quarter, but I think just the fact that they didn't have Kevin Love, like I'm looking at this team, I'm like, who's going to like go off right now <laughs> for this Cavs <laughs> team? Like, not even. J.R. Smith would be able to if he was available. And you know that, like, Marcus Morris and Tristan Thompson, how they're little, like, rivals. Oh, that's right. Mm. For, for a while. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want – I didn't get to watch that game because I had a friend over. <laughs> I really wanted to, and then my league – the league pass thing wouldn't let me rewatch it. So, whatever. I'm going to get to watch it. That was the one good thing about moving to Boston that I get to watch all the games now. Instead what did of you, streaming them. What did you used to do? So I didn't have cable back when I lived in Atlanta. And I would watch it on Reddit. I'd watch games on Reddit. Really? Yeah. They, they have, have like, streams? They have, okay, I'm, this is probably not good. <laughs> like, you can find them. That's how I watch the game. So when I was like, oh my god, I'm moving to Boston, I get to watch every single game. <laughs> I watch them on somebody's password. What do you do? You have League Pass? No, I don't have League Pass. I watch it on somebody's password. Somebody See, gave me pass. their password. On NBC Sports Boston. On NBC Sports Boston. League Pass used to have this offer that was really good. It was you pick five teams and you get all their games. And I want to say it was like, like I don't know. I forget how much it was. It was like $100. It was like $89. I yeah, yeah. You're right. Actually, it was like under 100 right? I don't yeah. know if it was 100 or somewhere like that. And it was worth it. It was well worth it. Like five teams. You see all their games. And I started doing it after Pearson Garnett got traded. Yes. Is that what you had, Aaron? Just to see the Nets. Yeah, that's what I had. Because I had your password. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they need to bring that back because that was... What is it now? You get one game you or get you get one thing. team for one night. $200. Oh, no. But you might as well get cable. Who's going to pay that much to watch? No, you might as well just get a cable. Package. I know. I know. Well, no, now they also offer to the, uh, the single games. But I think it's like, what, five bucks a game or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think it's like... Yeah, like five or six dollars. Yeah, so you have to pick like which game you really want to watch. Well, once you're not gonna buy every single here, game. she won't have to worry about that anymore. I don't have to worry about that anymore. When? <laughs> Is that win or like, if? What, nine years? Ten years? Maybe? Um, I think I have eight years left. I act like it's prison. <laughs> nice. Eight years left. Um, nice. So and- Kyrie will be retiring that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's fine because they're everyone's gonna be too old. For me to for me to talk about how cute they are, so need to now. <laughs> gonna be all old by then, but that'll be okay. I still like basketball. How many championships are gonna have since '08? In eight years from now, um, they're gonna have three. All right. I think three. What's your answer? I'll say two. Be more conservative. I'll say four. I'll be the extreme. Four. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. so. That's eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say three. That wins that many championships. So. I know. I mean, I'm just wishful thinking here. I feel like that is very extreme, but hey, four just popped in my head, so we're gonna go with that. That's a good one. I mean, if somebody told me that the OA team, like that was the only one they're gonna win, I was like, I'd laugh in their face. It shouldn't have been the yeah, only one they won. They should have won at least two. So let's not talk about 2010. I still get nightmares from that. See, I wasn't I wasn't that big of a fan back then, but I do remember watching it, and I remember like the basketball would just not go in the basket, and that's all I remember from that. That like I we weren't rebounding, and yes. I remember I didn't sleep. Rebounds for was good, killing us. I didn't sleep for like a good month after that game. Hmm. I was depressed. I was so depressed. 
we just could not rebound to save our lives and I was just like this is this I blame myself though I'm gonna tell you why (laughs) I had on purple pajamas that day and I swear that's why we lost what did you used to wear when you watched the games I don't remember I don't think I really don't remember but that particular day no I didn't until Uh, then that particular day I was wearing purple and you know like Lakers Uh. are purple and gold and I was like crap it's my fault I'll never forget. See, we do the same. I don't even own those pajamas anymore. <laughs> I don't own them anymore. I believe that. You we do the same. The next day. I threw them out. I threw them out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, speaking of, of 08 and Doc Rivers, um, the Clippers are number one in the Western never, Conference. Never thought that would ever happen. And I even guess they don't have any players. Like, it's just a bunch of – it's almost like a rebuilding team. Doc what are you doing? And Doc doesn't even like Doc hates rebuilding. I know, I know. He hates that. He hates that type of a uh, role <laughs> for a coach to to have to coach a, re- a rebuilding team. Yeah, it's impressive. I mean, they got some players that could play, you know. But uh, I just they have my son. Yes, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley's on there. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that that they were they were number one, and it's kind of looking like a rebuilding team. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like uh, the Warriors have a bunch of drama. The Lakers have a bunch of drama, and then I don't know what other teams could be good out there. So. Who do you think of he, that, the KD thing? You think he's leaving the Warriors? Yeah, I think he's out. I think so. I don't even know. It's, he's very. He. I feel like he's a very drama filled person. <laughs> so he. I don't, I don't know. I think he's just drama filled, and he's just. I mean, didn't he have like fake accounts and like was like yeah? yeah I was just gonna say, I think he's like that's like probably the most sensitive like superstar there is. Like, he yeah. has those burner accounts because he just cannot. He couldn't handle all that criticism he, yeah. he received for for leaving and, and joining the Warriors. And like, but he did that to himself, right? Like, but then even after doing. he won, you would think he'd be used to it, but no, like he still it still bothers him. It still gets under his skin. So that's why you think he's gonna leave. That's why he's gonna leave. I think he wants to like. Like, for legacy purposes, he wants to say, oh, well, yeah, I did that with the Warriors, but then I went to this other team and I started my own thing. Which team that's going to be, we'll see. But, not my team. about Big Baby saying he thinks that he's going to come to the Celtics. But first of all, is Big that. Baby this team? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, where did he become the authority on this? <laughs> he's just making stuff up. So like, why is Big Baby? Wait, didn't he get, like, I know, I saw that headline and I was like, this is the most random headline I have read all year. I want him on my team. I don't I don't want Kevin Durant on my team. Or Big Baby. Has. He had his window of opportunity. What if he goes to the Lakers? Trash. I know. That's trash. I mean, they're all... Um, That's another cop-out. I know. Cop I know. Out. I think he might do it. I think he might do it. The lake? Oh my god, I want to, I want to be sick. I think he might do it because I think LeBron could get in his ear and say, look, We'll do this for two, three years. I'll call it a career, and the team will be yours. And he's like, all right, I don't know. Why don't LeBron just go ahead and retire, buddy? Hell no, is pretty damn good. Maybe that's why. <laughs> tired of him running the show. I know. I know. Now he's in Hollywood, too. Like... He hasn't, like, his career has just slowed down one bit. Uh, he should just go and be Hollywood. Yeah, like, go. Just go and make your, and you know. And... Bat- and end off on playing basketball and make your movies. Make your space jams. <laughs> I can't believe he's doing I'm, it. So mad about space that. Jam. First of all, Space Jam does not need a sequel. Mm-mm. It yeah, does not. It doesn't. It does not need a sequel. 
no, we don't need to have another space jam. They, they really honestly just need to stop remaking all of the movies. Please. What do you think about the Lion King, though? I mean, I mean, I'm going to see it. I'm, I'll see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm definitely going to see it, but I'm not a fan of the remakes either. But like the Lion King, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, oh. and I want to hear how Beyonce sounds. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I want to see that because she's a terrible actress. I love Beyonce. <laughs> terrible actress. So I, I'm in. How she is a terrible actress. But I'm like, maybe if she doesn't have to make facial expressions, right? <laughs> like curious okay. about. She's and I, I love Beyonce. She's my favorite, but no acting for you. She's not a good actress. Yeah, no. great music, though. Great musician. <laughs> what has she done, though? Uh, obsessed. Have you not seen Obsessed? That's the one thing I'm thinking about. Terrible. Yeah, it was she awful. did terrible. Um, Austin Powers. The one movie I think horrible. she was good in, though. Where's the one that she was Girls. singing in? Dream yeah, Girl. Dream Girls. But okay. the reason I think she was so good in that is because I feel like she was just playing herself. Mm-hmm. So... She's playing like this young girl line? thrown into the spotlight. What was that line she said in Obsessed? It cracked me up. Like, right before she, like, she's about to go beat up the other girl. I don't even remember. Oh, he could. No, this is what it was. She she picked up the phone and called him from her house. And then she like punched her or something. And then she like got on the phone. And she was just like, I forget what her husband's name was. She was like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, so and so. She didn't have to call you back. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. It was so cheesy. Now like, I want to watch that. And then she hangs up the phone and then she, she starts fighting her. I'm like, oh, great line. <laughs> She's tough. Oh my God. I, I would never. I would never. And I love Beyonce. But I would never watch that movie. I just, Do you remember Fighting Temptations? You didn't watch it? You got to watch it. It's funny. No, I don't watch any of her. After... Wait, you've never seen Obsessed? I mean, I feel like you kind of have to see it. No, I've never seen Maybe it. you can make fun of it. Yeah, so oh, I'd definitely make fun of it if I watched it. And it just Elba is like fine. You need to pour yourself another glass and put obsessed on, and just laugh at it. I would laugh at it. I love her, <laughs> but I would laugh at it. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I do. Well, that's what I did. Oh my gosh! I used to always be on the. Uh, I forget what movie channel. I saw it in the theaters. I'm ashamed. You saw that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> You paid for that? I go see everything. So in my defense, I like going to the movies. That's my thing. She does like going to the movies. It makes me want to go to the movies. Yeah. That's why I've gone to the movies more lately. Because you're like, I'm going to the movies. I'm like, oh, I should go to the movies. <laughs> and Joe Sway goes to the movies too. I'm um, telling you. Sometimes. Not tell him after the show. <laughs> tell after the show. <laughs> I'll tell you after his, his movie story. I'll tell you after we're done. My recent movie story. <laughs> My recent adventure to the to the theaters. <laughs> okay, well, do you guys have anything um, else to say about the Celtics other than please win more games? Do you think they're officially back? Do you think they officially found their identity? Yes, yes. I think tr- this is their identity. Yeah, I, this is yeah. the turning point. Look out for the Bucks game. We'll see how they do against the Bucks, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, it's Christmas. You got the the Sixers with Butler, you know, coming to town. That's going to be obviously mm-hmm. a huge game, a oh, yeah. big test. But between now and then, I mean, there's just not a lot of, like, like you said, like those teams where you're like, oh, all right, well, they should be able to beat this team, you know? I mean, they do play the Pelicans again, and then there's the, that's it, really, the Bucks and then the Sixers. And, you know, these are these are teams that they should mm-hmm. be able to beat. Yeah. You got the Knicks coming to town, you know? We'll see if they can avenge that loss <laughs> that happened the day before Thanksgiving. And then just keep it, keep it rolling. But look for the starting line to make all the difference. I mean, offensively, we're seeing them reach – you know, 88, 89 combined points. We saw everyone in the scoring in double figures. The Celtics have scored over 120 points a couple of times already. You know, we didn't see that. 
until the switch. So we'll see how uh, how, how long they can keep this going. I mean, so far the lineup's three and zero. They need to keep this lineup. Yeah, I agree. I I hope that that Brad can just keep everyone's ego under control and just say it's all about winning. <laughs> Calm down, everyone. It's all about winning. Would you be mad if Hayward became like the sixth man of the team? No, I think that's fine. He's coming off of a, like a very terrible injury, so I feel like you can be sixth man if you're coming off an injury. Exactly, I agree. So. Yeah, I hope he's. I just hope he stays comfortable in that role and he doesn't get like okay, like we're doing good, but dang, I didn't come here. Right, a sixth man. Right. I hope he doesn't get to a point where he's like, I don't want to be the Manu Ginobili of this team. I want to be like, <laughs> I'm trying to be the Kobe. Like, put me in, put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, but they just should all do what they're what they're good at doing. Yeah, that's so, true. And that's how you win. You just do what you're good at doing. So, to me, and that means putting Marcus Square in the Mar- Marcus Square okay. for life. That's Marcus right. Square for life. I yeah. like it. Hey, when are you coming back? When are you coming up to Boston again? When are you coming back? Um, I think in January sometime. See, I don't need to go to Orlando. She's coming here. Yeah, Aaron, why'd you say that? <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> see, yeah, she meant 2020. She's not going to be here to 2020 no, in January. No, so no. you have to no. go see her first no, before we... she comes up here in 2020. No, we take turns, okay? And last time I went there. Yeah, so I got to come up there. Here. I've never heard someone so against going to Orlando, Florida. I want to go. I in the middle of a Boston winter. I didn't know it was. I'll get her to go. So now I'll... that you say that, I'm going to think really strongly about this. Right. It's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. I might do it, actually. Right, I'll pull up Expedia right now. Okay. <laughs> it's a flight, and then, like, you can stay with me, so it's yeah. not like you have to get a hotel or something. And I'll probably have a hotel up there. And you know what? You, you are... I'll, I'll tell you why you should become. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> you off off our podcast you guys need an after show <laughs> all, this, all this juicy Why stuff after dark? all you listen to this out on a lot we got the we're happening on aaron's yeah, day pour some more glass we got we got, some, we got some story that aaron's gonna tell <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about joe sway we gotta talk about my trip. my movie trip <laughs> what happened there maybe i'll just hang up hang up from this and then just call you guys and talk yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to Campbell <laughs> on and on about the Celtics. Um, we're gonna try and be a little bit um, come back a little bit sooner than what we did this time because everyone was asking me, "When are you gonna have a new episode?" I was like, "Some kind at some time." It was, it was Thanksgiving and Aaron's birthday. <laughs> yeah, and and my birthday. So, um, so so we'll be back in like a like a week or so, and um, I hope that they still keep winning. So um, thanks, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.